So, uh, uh, this series is uh, something that, you know, I, I always had in my mind and just thinking about it. And just thinking about it and thinking about it. And then it's like, what would I do if I knew? What would I do with that information? You know, would I be able to grasp it? Would I be able to take it and, 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 and use it to tell others about how I interpreted this? So uh, this uh, particular episode is going to be about um, who created God? Who created God? And it, it, it's a it's, it's something that that, that, that that touches everybody's mind. Alright? And that's why I'm doing a little short segment on it because it's just that if you knew, what would you do? Right? So now what what I what I what I think about um basically when you think of God being everlasting, God being Alpha Omega, God being forever. And he's been around since before angels, since before the earth, since before the galaxy. And then it makes you think, who created God? So now you're like, well, and then not just well, you have the people that uh, believe in this thing called like the Big Bang or people that believe in the world just became, you know, it's, it's just like when, 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 you, when you think about it. Even some of these uh, uh, artists, they say, I, I can't think of his name, but there was an artist, uh, I think it's Hops, Hobson. He has said that he believed that a genius designed the world. A genius designed the universe. So, so for us to look at that and say someone did it, right? And, 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 and that's not just said by Christians, just said by unbelievers too. Those who are atheists, those who are agnostic. These people are just like the people in the Bible of the past who had to see. They wanted to see to believe. Like the people in the past, they, they had to have something to worship physically. They had to see it. So when it comes to knowing who created God it's just like when you get the answer to that question what then after that you're going to ask who created the person before God or who created that person and it keeps going on it is something that is beyond your understanding something beyond your comprehension something that you were never meant to even understand but the thing about it is that you can always ask these questions if these questions are still on your mind when we make it heaven so it's, it's not a, a bad or evil thing to ask who created God it is not God is a God of mercy God is a God of understanding a God of wisdom a God of the extraordinary so when you, when you ask God these questions or you just ask in general who created God it's just it opens up a whole world of well Okay, if, if, if that happened, then why did this happen? Why did this happen? You don't need to know. You understand? You have a question. That's a question. That's totally understandable. But you don't need to know because it opens up a whole nother thing that you have to look at. 
The thing is being appreciative, is being uh, 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 gracious, is being um, um, loving and understanding and thankful for God even allowing you to walk, to think freely without any, 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 any uh, uh, apprehension or any type of retaliation for your thoughts. God allows us to think freely. Some people think some of the most evilest thoughts. Some of these serial killers and some of these people that commit the most heinous crimes, but yet God still allows them to go about their way. But God says in the scripture, the scripture says that every thought will be taken into account. So let's not think that the people that think these things, that they'll be laid, that they'll be um, basically um, allowed to go without answering to someone. Your thoughts will be taken into account. So look, when we think about who created God, we got to think about what we really want to know. It, it's almost as if, you know, who created God? So now I know God answered me and told me who created him. Now who created him that created God? And now it gets the whole like, what? What is, I'm so confused. Yes, because you were looking at the wrong thing. The thing that you should be looking at is life. To know that God Almighty, the one that's been in this, that has been around since, I mean, <laughs> who knows? God knows. And, 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 and like, as I'm, as I'm uh, uh, stating this right now, and as I am um, doing this little episode, in my mind too, I'm just like, God decided to create me, decided to create you for his own pleasure, for his own will. God did these things, and it is hard, and you, it's impossible to grasp why. You know, it's, it's, you know, God made, um, in a sense, you can say God made us so that we can um, um, join him in heaven. Think about this. You were nothing. Because the scripture says that God made you and knew you while you were in the womb. He crafted you piece by piece. And it wasn't with any any type of, oh, let me, let me think. Oh, let me, no, no, God with his majestic ways, he made you to be perfect. You People might not see you as perfect because you're different than how they perceive you to be or how they think you should be on their own human understanding, but God created you perfect and based on the way he wanted you to be. So it's just that all these aspects of life and all these things you run into, like people are trying to get into outer space and to live into outer space because they said that humankind will be destroyed. So this earth will be destroyed. So I got to get off of the earth because I don't want to die on the earth. Who are you to escape death if death calls your name? Once your number is called, your number is called. If God is not standing in the way and, and, and saying it's not his time, death is at your door and there's nothing that you can do about it. So you cannot escape death when death comes. But the first death is not to be afraid of. That's, that's the death to death that you're not supposed to be afraid of. The second death is whenever your entire being will be thrown into the lake of fire, which means that you will be no more. 
you will be nothing. And you will not have a chance to reign in, in heaven with God. We, um, I'll say be in heaven with God. You will not have a chance to, to uh, be able to experience the, the, the new Jerusalem, the streets of gold, uh, uh, no tears, no death, no evil, no anger, no grief, no sorrow. So therefore, the second death is the most, not, not the second death, but just, yeah, the second death uh, is the most important thing that you don't die the second death. You die a physical death, but the second death is the one that you should be afraid of, the one that you should be prepared for. So it's going back again to God being created. Because now we know from the scripture that God created angels. God created the things for his pleasure. And it's, and, it's the, and it's the coming to understanding to say, God made me. God thought it in his mind. God thought it in his spirit. God thought it to do so in his good pleasure so that he can have more people enjoy, join him in his presence. So it, it's, 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 it's such a deep thing to think about when you say God created, who created God? When the most important question would be, why did God create me to be a part of his kingdom? Oh, look, that's a big question. That's a question we should ask. Why did God create me to be a part of his kingdom? Because it's a blessing to, to, to see it, to understand it, to grasp it, to try to put it into perspective and see that God created you so that you could spend everlasting life with him. Hmm. God in the scripture it says that God sees the earth and the heavens as unclean so God's going to make it all new so with the angels that are already there that did not lose their place in heaven we will join them as well as Moses as well as all of the, um, the, the, the people that were discussed in the Bible Elijah we will join them we will know them. We will talk. We will fellowship. We will see Jesus. We will see. Oh, we'll see all of these things that was talked about in the Bible. So the great thing and the question we should ask is, why did God create us to be with Him? <clears throat> That's what the question is. So asking who created God is a human answer to disbelief because you don't believe God exists. Therefore, when you ask who created God, that makes your faith less. It makes your faith less because you're thinking that, well, the Bible says that God created everything. At the beginning, and you know, was 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 the word, and the word was God. And the, and the, and the word was God. So now it's okay, so there must be some other um, aspect to this. So God created everything. Okay, who was before God? Okay, so so now again, as, as I go into it, that is not important. The most important thing is that God created you. God created you that you can live as a immortal with him in his kingdom. And that you may be able to receive the gracious gift that he had for your life even before the foundations of earth because God knew you before he made the earth. 
God already had everything put into um, effect. It just had to take place. So if you're questioning who created God, ask what your, what your, what your, what your actual motive is to, to know that, to want to know that. What that would do to you. How would that make you happy? How would that satisfy you? It would do nothing more but confuse you more to a point of probably stressing you to death. Because to know who created God and not think about why God created you would be something that you would miss the full, uh, uh, the full blessing of why God did it. Now we look at the earth and we look at the galaxy and we're like, this is a work of art. Before these buildings were placed here and all these things were put here, we look at the trees and the water and the mountains and the animals and things were just beautiful. And then God allowed us to build upon this land and to, and, to, and to expand in generations and do these things that he allowed us to do. Because he wants us to be with him. And, 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 and for us to understand that, you got to understand relationship. You got to understand that basically, um, I think I heard it somewhere, but it said that we were built for relationship. And God wants to have a relationship with us. And as, as we learn that, and you can only learn that by reading the scripture. The scripture will speak on relationship. The, the scripture will speak on how God spoke to, to people through the prophets. The, the scripture allows God to show you his character. In God's character is pure mercy. It's mercy. It's the most, the mercy, the mercy that God allows in this world is just unbelievable. I know being in, in, in a human mind that that mercy wouldn't work for me. Because again, it's a human mind. It's, it's, it's what we as mere humans would, would look at and say, oh, I can't do that. That's too much for me. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because we're human. But now, once we uh, sit, step back, um, you know, pray, ask God to show us understanding, we can look at things from a different perspective, from a godly perspective. And again, who created God is not what's important. It's why God created you. So if, if, if you are thinking and you're struggling with your faith, you just got to sit down one day. Even if you need to, go on a mountain. Go to the highest point of the world and just look at it. And just look at it. And just, and just ask God. Let's ask God, why did you create me? You ask God, why did you create me? And God will point you to his word. He will point you to his word and he will show you. He will, he, he, will, he will speak to you through the word and you can understand why God did these things. And, 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 and if you don't understand it, it could be in the sense of like, well, I don't know why you created me. You didn't have to create me. Well, God's seen your purpose even before you were born. You may not understand it because you are thinking in a human mindset. God is thinking far past what you could ever perceive, what you could ever see, what you would ever know. So God can see it and he knows it. He knows you were going to ask that question, but yet he didn't, he didn't um, 
you know, get at you like, oh, don't ask those questions. That's that's how you know God is a God of freedom, a God of choice, because God doesn't allow you to not have the free will to do what you want. If you're going to sin, you're going to sin over consequences. If you're going to do good, you're going to do good and you will be rewarded. So God sits back and he takes care of what needs to be taken care of. And he listens and he does these things that we don't do on a daily basis. But God is patient. God is kind. God is trustworthy. God is justice. God is merciful. God is all these things that we on the daily we, we, we forget to show to ourselves and to our brothers and to our sisters. And we just ask that, that question that cannot be answered. And if it could be answered, it, it would go back to why and why me as a created being, why am I asking God who created him whenever he created me? You understand what I'm saying? It's almost like me asking my daddy, who made you? And he'll go like, well, yeah, my, uh, you know, your great-grandpa was your father. And then he goes back to him, then he goes back to him, then he goes back to him, then he goes back to him. So the thing is, if you ask those questions, the question would be non-ending. But you're asking from a human perspective. Because you're asking your father who was flesh who made him. But then you want to ask a spirit who, 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 who isn't flesh who created him. So now this 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 world of course is is new to us, right? We're only 30 or 20 or 60 or 70. Those years in God's years are nothing. As it, as it says in the scripture that we're nothing but a pass of wind. You know, we're nothing but like one step. Like our life is that short. So for us to think that we can obtain the knowledge that God has Heads for I, I don't even know zillions of however you want to say it words I can't pronounce, and it's just like you, you can never understand it until you just fall back and just ask God why He created you, and then God appoints you to the direction of the Scripture because He loved you and He knew you before you were born, and He thought it to be, or He knew it to be in His purpose for you to be a part of His kingdom. He wants you to be a part of his kingdom because he, he, he loves you. That's, 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 that's the best way to put it. He loves you. He loves us. He wants to relationship. He wants us to be able to join in his kingdom. He wants family. And, and as you can see, that's what we're most of, mostly all about, family. God created us to, 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 to procreate, to make more people family. Now, God wants to extend his family through his son. And it's, and it's of course, you can't really see it or believe it because you just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Why me? Why me? Why me? And God understands you have, you have those questions. But you are in your flesh. And that's why the scripture talks about fleshly things. This is a flesh thought. Your flesh is asking these human things. But your spirit would ask, Lord, I can't wait to be in the kingdom. I can't wait to not have to see pain or feel pain or see death or feel hate. I, I can't wait to, to reign or to be in heaven with you forever and ever as you promise. So that should be the
the, the goal, to ask God why he created you and God to respond, look at my word, and for God to respond because I want family. I want you to be a part of this kingdom. And for you to, 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 to ask me, why do I want you to be a part of the kingdom? Because again, God values relationships. God values relationships. God uh, um, wants you to worship him, but at the same time, God still wants, think about it. Let's go to Adam and Eve. When you go to Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve was the uh, situation to where God would, would walk in the garden. That's from what we can tell. God would walk in the garden. So whenever Eve and Adam, Adam and Eve ate that, uh, ate whatever fruit it was, God came like, hey, where y'all at, man? Where y'all at, bro? But you know, God can see, like, where is they at? What, what is y'all doing? So now God's heart broken. Look, yeah, think about it. God knows what's going to happen. And, and this is what I always try to tell people. And what I feel is that God can blind himself from seeing certain things that happen in the future. So now it's just like whenever Jesus was touched by Mary and she was like, if I could just touch the garment, you know, touch this garment, I'll be made well. So whenever God um, uh, felt that tree being moved, a power left. That's what Jesus had said. Um, the disciples were like, how do you know who touched you? Because all these people around. A power left me. So now when you look at the apple, the apple, the, it was a tree of life. So basically, if, if you look at it, a power had left. And God knew not even just that God could see, see what's going on. But at the same time, a power had left. So now God, knowing what's going on, walked on down. Where y'all at, man? You know, come out, stop hiding. Why? You know, just, 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 just why? Well, this lady gave me this, and then, then there's this, and then blame, and and then, and then the man like, well, well, the woman had blamed. Satan, and then the man had blamed the woman, and then it's just blame, blame, blame. No accountability. So it's God knew what was gonna happen, but God still had a plan to fix it. So no matter how many steps you think you are ahead or behind, God is always up above, always in front of you, directing your steps, making sure things are always going to be in, uh, in, 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 in control. So again, God walking down and seeing what happened, his heart was broken because God, his, his, the relationship was, I'm going to talk to you, my children, and you're going to eat what you want to eat, and you're going to take care of the animals, and things are going to be lovely, you know, lovely, lovely. And now, this thing crept in and started speaking these, these so-called nice words. And it turned our hearts from loving God to wanting to be like God. Because it said that the serpent said, you would be like God, knowing good and evil. And that right there 
is the heartbreaker. That's the heartbreaker. And I say it's the heartbreaker because God seen that they did the exact thing that he told them not to do. Look, you have 30 plus, maybe 60 more trees to choose from. 60 more trees. Why are you going to this one? You went to this one tree, this one tree I said stay away from. I, just one tree. Now I don't trust you. So God put the cherubim and the, and the, and the, and the gliding um, sword back and forth to prevent them from going to the tree of life. You understand? So basically what happens is God is going to fix what man broke. And God has fixed what man broke so that he can reconcile himself to himself so that we can be able to speak again with him and go to him through his son without reproach, without being uh, 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 basically killed entering God's presence. So what, I, what, I'm, what I'm basically trying to put forward is don't worry about who created God. Think and focus on why God created you and what your purpose is on this earth and focus on things above that in turn will put you where you need to be. So that's um, going to be uh, the end of uh, this episode. Uh, just encouraging y'all to, um, of course, uh, always think, always, um, you know, keep your mind stayed on, on God and always ask questions because God does not mind answering questions. There's some questions that are just like weird, but God still is going to answer your weird questions. You just have to believe and you just have to ask. So God bless Jesus first always. Amen.